Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on channel 94.1. Scientists are comparing Monday's deadly 7.8 magnitude earthquake that rocked Turkey and Syria to the one in San Francisco back in 1906. Okay. You're saying that, that one kind of leveled San Francisco. And then what the worst part was the fires after. Yes. So oh, that's. Oh, God, I forgot about the fires. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously you're oh, cut man. off from any kind of emergency services. Yeah. So it just, it ends up having to just work itself out. So they're saying similar to the San Andreas Fault in California, there are, there's like a fault like that moving sideways in Turkey. Okay. It's called a slip, uh, a strike slip fault. And I guess that's the the type of fault line that it is. It's pretty heartbreaking, the footage, man, these poor people. It is. Yeah, about 5,000 people um, are uh, believed to be dead. And then, you know, they're trying desperately to go through the rubble and save and and find whoever they can. And remember, it's also also winter time um, there. Uh, so, yeah, you got the elements, and, yeah, it's tragic. It's poor people there. Uh, two U.S. search and rescue units have been deployed to Turkey to help with Good. the um, with the recovery And, mission. you know, they're going to cool. be sending them. Everyone's going to be getting sent over there. Those, yes. those are those FEMA units mm-hmm. that go in into help. the rubble, and, and you bring the dog and then <sighs> yeah, and They're like these, these special urban units that are used to going through rubble like that. You know, where it's meant to be something where you're going into um, an infrastructure, urban environment, and no, they know a lot of work. I think there's one they're calling the White Hats, and this is in Syria. Um, there was a big award-winning documentary on the guys that went in during the war, the civil war in Syria, and the buildings get flattened, and they go in in the middle of the fighting. These guys are so brave, these men and women, and rescue people. Yeah. So they really have experts there mm-hmm. that have been doing this. God, and they completely put their own safety. They don't care. They're just there to save people. One at a time, too. Um, I watched that uh, Everest. I can't remember what that was. Um, but, yeah, there was a uh, an avalanche, and, and that's the same type of deal. You got to, you know, find the, ah, That sucks. But anyway, well, yeah. America's largest movie chain, AMC Theaters, they're announcing a new plan that would change the price of tickets into a three-tier category so basically the better the seats the more you would pay so there's preferred standard and value value seats are the ones where it's like you're in the front row and you're craning your neck up to see i don't know if i I want to take a date to the amc she's gonna see what a cheap cheapo you are right you gotta go with the nice ones now come on man you're gonna have to go hey no they're taken (laughs) we're taken and i feel sorry i don't want to have to see some sweet mom come in there with her Uh. eight kids and sit in the front row She's like, I couldn't afford the good seats. Gotta remember when. Will they be able to police this? Can I buy the front row seats and then look behind me and I'm like, there's eight rows back, an opening, and I'm gonna go go sit there? God, I've never thought of doing that either. Is this gonna um, create class warfare in the middle I, of the movie theater? I think so. I don't like the outside seats because of the, the, the light that is on the floor. 
For some reason, that's always in my peripheral vision, so it bothers oh. me. Have you ever noticed that? It's like the light there, so people. Can no, I mean see I know what kind that. you're talking about, but oh. yeah, I, I would think I that if it if it bothers you, it would be very distracting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I and thought the, the front. I can't even imagine. I remember I was younger trying to get in the front because I thought it was cool. We all do that once when we're little. Yeah, I'm sitting up front. It's not ideal, but to be fair, they wouldn't sell those seats if 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 it was untenable. You can enjoy I'm the movie you, in the front row left. I've done it. Yeah. You sure know, you can. It's literally the worst seat in the house. It's either yes. the one on the far right or the one on the far left. And I got stuck there back in the day where it'd be like the family went, all my nephews are, and I'd go get pop. And I'm like, I, I don't care about this movie either. Anyway, it's some Pixar. Yeah, yeah. And you but, sit oh, down and you're like, oh, this is going to be terrible. You're staring straight up and then... The movie starts and you lose yourself like any seat in the theater. There's really not a bad seat in the house. You're right. The only time I mean, that I was distracted, I went and saw um I, I went and saw the Jordan Peele movie, not us, the one before it, um, Get Out. Yeah. Okay. And we were in the front row. It was like a sold out thing. We got there late, front row, middle seat, and that was that was yeah, like that. Okay. Well, because of all the weird. I mean, it depends on what's going on on screen. He had all these weird things where you know where it was perceptual. Yeah. And you're like, this is and that same thing with like I went and saw a Star Wars movie and we're always late to stuff. So it's like my oh. family was always sitting in the front row, hands down, always late. You're saying where your always. head had to pan across, yes. like I'm going to look over there. Like you're I like, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like you have to take a moment and be like, how am I going to get this whole spaceship in my head? When yeah. I'm right here at the uh, at the base of things. Well, that's um, uh, that can I mean, also be kind of cool though. Mm-hmm. If you think about it, that's the whole idea of the big screen that you're having to pan like what's it's going that big on of on a that screen. side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that big of a screen. You don't get that at home with your TV. Uh, Bill in Tennessee. Well, you could, Jeff. You just got to get really, really close. <laughs> Right. Start practicing. Just start sitting That's on the floor. That's where your parents would yell at you that you're sitting too, de- <laughs> too you're close, sitting to, too the close to the television. Yes. How dare you? There is a bill being proposed in Tennessee that uh, would basically address pets' custody after a divorce. So the measure would allow a court to be involved in whether a pet gets full or partial custody with their owners when they divorce. Oh, my God. It's Kramer versus Kramer work, really? with Fido. Yep. I mean, we know that the struggle is real. This does happen. Like, if you and Wileen, God forbid, and it never would happen, but if you and Wileen were to break up, what would uh, you do about tequila and Remy? You both have such strong feelings about those pups. That just breaks my heart thinking about this. So, I mean, there are couples where it's like... Broken. Jeff, hug me. Come here and give me a hug. <laughs> well, he, you lost a dog. You kept a dog in a split. I did keep a dog in a split, and I remember that was Before Wrigley. Wileen, and I remember being like, That's Lose that fight, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then, uh, you know, Wrigley went off with, uh, you know, with 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 uh, the axe, and then um, I went and took a nap. I was so depressed. I was sad. I probably bawled. And then about, I woke up from my depression nap after a few hours. And I saw I got a million phone calls, and she wanted me to bring Wrigley back. And I was like, that's awesome. So I had Wrigley forever. But also now tequila and Remy. Oh, my God. If that Two things would be going on here. First of all, a split up. And if it was a bad split up? Yes. Oh, I don't know what would happen. I'm assuming I'd have to stand up and be like, you you take the uh, the girls. 
Oh, not so whatever. Was this situation? It's like I'm the new guy. I'm yeah. like, yeah, hi, I'm Gary. I'm with your wife now, and I want the dogs. And the dogs love a, me. You're the like, dogs no. love me, and I have a giant ranch, and they're going to be able to run around <laughs> when me and her are not in the pool. <laughs> with my giant member. Right. Making love in a hot tub. In a way that Cooling you never down could. in the pool. Right. Providing for your wife and your puppies in a way that you never could. Right. You're like, I want them all. I want it all. And I can provide for all of it. All the time. I'm sad. <laughs> Burn the sky. I don't know what would happen. I, I didn't know. know that this didn't exist, that there's no animal legalese. I thought it's just property, no, isn't it's, it? No, it's, because it's, yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's like sorted out but i guess okay. this would actually be the courts weighing in on custody custody so it would be dog. like an arrangement so like the idea of like let's take into account the animal's well-being and everybody has to like basically make an argument for why you would get sole custody or visitation rights and then i mean it would be its own Thanks. All right, so Jeff, Coda, your dog back in the in the past, was that yours or the ex's? Did you guys got that together? That was her idea, yeah. She wanted all those dogs. Okay. God, that's got to be hard. That I mean, I, I guess I went with it, but I won in the end. Um, but it just, in a legal sense, there's already a template for this. We do it with mm -hmm. children. You know? yeah, right. These but it's just funny baby. to think that, like, oh, wow, and now we're doing this with dogs. <laughs> I mean, what was the old Solomon thing? Two people Split are fighting over a dog, and I go, "Let's. Here's what we'll do. We'll cut the dog in half." Huh? And then party goes, "No, she can have it." And then you get it because oh, you showed your true self. I see. So just remember that for when this happens. <laughs> <laughs> when this happens, the thing is, we can't separate the two. They're a package. It's a package deal. Now they are. They're, like, tied to the hip. They love each other so much. Who would get Simon the white dog? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really, I, I think it is I so laugh. cruel that we haven't even mentioned Simon's Boy, custody at all. You didn't mention Simon at all. Simon, side You're Simon's, Simon's dad. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's a third. Fight, He's like Jeff. Fight tooth and nail. He was there first. He's the Mike in this Mike and Jeff situation. Right. That's Remy's the last one like, to the party. Party would be like, cut Simon in half. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> would. How dare you? No, I like them all. Um, but I don't have time for Simon. Oh. Is he listening at home? <laughs> I hope so. I don't know if she puts I hope it he on is or peeing. not. On your pillow right now. Uh, yeah. He's got a diaper on. He can feel all he He's wants. doing the scoot uh, on your pillow. Yeah. Oh, he can scoot. That's right. He just can't pee without the diaper catching it. But he can scoot. Oh, that kind of made me sad. This is a sad news segment, Molly. Thank you. Well, Love we did open with a giant earthquake. Yeah, we did. In Syria. Yes, but we what did. made him sad was the dogs. <laughs> This is the sadness in my life made me sad. We'll be back today on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, good morning. All right, Molly, we didn't get to the, uh, what are they, the breakup. Break yeah, so um, therapists put together, like, this list of people, you know, you get to look back on your relationship and things you're like, yeah, I could have done that better or I should have been 
good about that. Um, the biggest thing is is not addressing red flags early on. Uh, so I not think doing we all it sooner. Kind of do that. Yeah. They. Uh, I mean, listen. Well, that's taking self responsibility, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're saying, okay, that was on me. I should have. Should have known. Should have seen it. Should have listened to my, you know, like, oh, that's going to be a part a problem instead of being like, but he's amazing. Like, yeah, or- you overlook some of the things that probably drive you insane, right? That mm-hmm. kind of, that's, and then you think this can work out. Maybe the sex is good or, or, or whatever, right? Is that- yeah, you just find yourself in a, it, you know, look at, willing to look past things that normally would be um, problems. Uh, but then they catch up with you at some point. Letting ego get in the way. One person was talking about how people regret allowing their pride or ego preventing them from apologizing or compromising. And I definitely could see that one where it's just it's easier to just dig in and be like, no, I'm not going to say I'm sorry, even though I know I'm totally wrong. <laughs> and some of that takes time. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Um, not communicating efficiently, effectively, or whatever. I think that kind of falls into the ego thing. Um, ending a relationship at the wrong time. When is the wrong time? Sometimes like people wish they wedding? would have ended it sooner. Like you just keep sticking at it. And then looking back, you're like, yeah, I should have ended that three months in instead of making it to a whole year with this person. <laughs> and a lot of those people are called our parents. <laughs> Should end this before we had Jeff. Well, now I guess we got to stick through. <laughs> Too late now. Mm-hmm. Our parents just got to make it work. It's like we totally don't get along. Let's add another baby. <laughs> Why not? It's mm-hmm. a band aid, right? Well, I definitely yeah. think that there. Are... A lot of times that does work. It saves. Sometimes it does save relationships. Mm-hmm. No, it gets you to a you know a good. Uh, Years and years of working at it, that's for sure. I mean, especially, you know, 18 years later, you know, you probably, yeah, you probably could save it, right? Um, I think it just depends on, you know, some people, there's that sense of, I mean, it's almost like ego goes into that. Like, I'm not going to have something fail. Like, I'm going to keep at this. You know, if you work on a problem long enough, you'll find an answer. You'll find a solution. I mean, haven't you ever dug in on a relationship just based on the fact that you're like, oh, I'm not going to give up? Yes. I mean, I mean well, it's your last hope. <laughs> I mean, nobody trains you how to do a relationship. So no. all, all you get, all you only learn is through failure. So it's like you have a bunch of crummy relationships, and then you learn how to have a good one. Yeah, you actually um, learn how to treat people. People in a relationship you know. look out for number one because it's your heart. It's tough. Right? Yeah. I mean, no, for sure. I mean, it's no one's a natural at it. There's zero training. <laughs> Isn't that funny? No one tells you a single thing <laughs> about how to do it. No, especially when you're sitting alone at home. It's just you're covered in a, some type of a fog. You're so in the box, you can't even see out of it. So sad. <laughs> this is the most depressing. <laughs> Whoa. I guess you're on the couch right, right now. Listening to sounds like it sounds like Buddy. I mean, Jeff gave me the best advice one time, and he's like, "You're not allowed to bring her up unless uh, someone brings it up." And I thought to myself, "God, that's right. You know, that's a good good thing to think because some people, when you're stuck in that that uh, whole breakup and all that stuff, that's all you talk about, and you do it with everybody and anybody that will listen. 
But when you said that, I realized, oh my God, I talk about it that much. Yeah, that's why time <laughs> yeah. is usually the best healer. So people yeah. will have a breakup, and they might, in the immediacy of the breakup, uh, blame the other person for at least half, if not maybe all of it, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. What's amazing is you put a little time in between it, and you don't even care about the other person's half. Mm-hmm. You're like, you, you know, know what? what you're... This, is, this was my half that I screwed up on. You know what? Could have done that better. I mean, it's amazing how much time heals. You're like, yes. why did I care about all that stuff? <laughs> I know. I did care about the stupidest little things. Um, for some I think reason. that's part of the uh, ego. Yeah, yeah I mean, absolutely. Yeah, ego's a hell of a thing, man, because it, it's lying to you. It's your head. It's your head is a liar. Your brain is just lying to you. <laughs> it's all her. You've been doing everything great here. I remember one time I was going through a situation, and it's when you still had landlines, and my buddy Bo had a roommate. He told me, I want you to pick up that phone next time she calls and tell her, I'll call you when I'm ready, and then hang up. Oh, that felt so good. Yeah. You're like, the other yeah. end of the line was like, huh? Bye. Or you, how many times did you, did you change the contact information to say, don't call, don't, don't answer. answer. Oh, oh, yeah, that's another one. Every time. You delete somebody from your phone. Don't answer. Yeah, I changed someone's call. name once. I changed someone's name because it wasn't the phone call, it was the texting. Okay. So I just changed her. Obviously, I could have blocked her, but I changed the text name, too. She doesn't care about anything you're going to text her. That was what the contact name was. Okay, oh that's good, actually. So as I would be pecking through, Some, it's just something. right there on my face. Like, whatever you're going to text, she does not care. <laughs> Don't do it. Right yeah. now, in the position she's in, right? Moved on, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. This, yeah. This is just, you're just hurting yourself. That would... <laughs> That's the other oh. one you should, but you're just hurting yourself. You are. I mean, that should be one of the first things you do is that contact somehow, um, get rid of the social media, just unfriend. Just unfriend. I know, but that's what it's hard for young oh. people, man. They're so, you know, when people are oh young, you don't God. know any of that stuff. No, how would you? I mean, yeah, it's all heart and emotion, and you know that person's out there. You want it. It's so easy to reach out to people. Yeah. To be able to have that restraint. And then you start creating your own um, hell by, you know, overthinking it. Like, oh, she's out having a good time. Right. She's doing this and that and sleeping with Gary. And Gary's my she's best probably just friend. As, she's, right. She's probably just as sad as you are. Sure. Uh, it's just women have dignity and uh, uh, don't. They <laughs> do. Thank you for giving us so much credit. You're welcome, Molly. You're very welcome. Bring it to Molly's Minute coming up next. What's up, Molly? Guess there was some uh, drama behind the scenes at the Grammys, and uh, Cardi B had to step in. Yeah, I'm wondering about this uh, story. We'll get to that next. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. you You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right. Good morning, 938 all right, so rumors was that there was a uh, little bit of fight at the Grammys. Yeah, so uh, Migos, you know, they lost one of their members. Takeoff was uh, killed this mm-hmm. year. And so they did an in-memoriam segment. And apparently there is uh, a little bit of tension between the two remaining members, Quavo and Offset. And um, Offset, you know, he's married to Cardi B. And I guess there's video now. Of, um, you can hear Cardi B yelling at him. Well, it looks like Quavo and and Offset are fighting somebody together, too. The footage that I'm watching, the TMZ's got. Yeah, 
the, the interesting thing about it, so they're cousins. And I guess there was a little bit of a falling out previous to, you know, take off um, being killed. And so that was already, there was already like tension there. Well, let's be honest that all those rappers on one stage, if this is the only fight that came out of it. I hear you. Yeah. I mean, there was a ton of wattage and it was super badass tribute to hip hop. But I mean, I even thought like, I think it's just because a lot of those guys are older now. Those egos aren't like yeah, they, they're not like they young. used to be. That probably would have been pretty dangerous yeah. 15 years ago. But so far, they all got along. That um, I'm that, showing party the footage. It's you know a scrap, guys. Yeah, it's whatever. Acting tough. It looks yes. like he's fighting. They're fighting a a, a bouncer because the guy's like Godzilla. He's massive. Again, um, I couldn't get over how tiny Missy Elliott is. Yeah, the incredible shrinking Missy Elliott. Put it in your pocket, little tiny little thing. pocket rocket. Yeah. Notice that nuts. I mean, she's yeah. just getting so tiny. So little. Is that um, happen to us someday? Mm. Am I gonna be tiny, Jeff? Oh yeah, just a tiny little man. <laughs> He's tiny, look at that tiny little guy. Like uh, I'm not little. <laughs> I'm a big boy. I'm big. I wish like, we yes, all did. Yes, you are. <laughs> you are you little? Yes, cute. you yes, are. You, you are would. so big. You get over here. You're like stop it. <laughs> Let me tickle you. Rub you. Oh yeah. Yeah. What if you went I to think... the doctor and the doctor said you're shrinking? Well, you know, you're almost like a Benjamin Button situation. I'm right. thinking I wish that we did turn into Benjamin Button. You know, wouldn't that be fun? We reversed age and became little tight babies. <laughs> Why am I talking like that? But I mean, you would really need a support person. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, need I, mean, a I couldn't be single. I would need someone yeah. to carry me around in her purse. <sighs> nurse. You'd need a nurse. She'd have to take me to the doctor visits, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> Your little baby. Yeah, and it only happens to men. How you like that, Molly? All of a sudden, Peter hits a certain age, and all of a sudden, he becomes a little learned. <laughs> Survived by his wife situation. Survived by his wife. You ladies in hushed tones, when you're uh, out together, you're like, is your husband shrieking yet? <laughs> Has he begun the shrink? He's getting so much smaller. Oh, he's so little. Now Molly's old, pushing him around in a baby carriage. <laughs> just a little, just a little guy. Oh, buddy. Look at you. Who's getting so big? You are. Yeah. Women of a certain age should be out in public and people be like, your son is beautiful. That's my husband. Yeah, that's Thank my you. husband, Troy. Yes, he's aging backwards. We're so oh, excited. That's what um, M. Night should do a movie about that. Well, he It's already been that. done. It's already uh, Benjamin, Benjamin Button. Button. No, I'm talking about all men. Like some freaky deaky stuff. This could be called small. <laughs> small. Instead of old. And that's how it opens. Small. Molly's sitting on a park bench watching her what you think are her kids playing. Yeah. A bunch of little boys on the jungle gym. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. all their wives are talking, and those are their husbands. Yes. You're like, what? Yeah, small. He got small. The kid gets small. off the jungle gym and walks over and goes, Honey, can I get an ice cream cone? <laughs> now! <laughs> Molly starts tickling Peter. Tickle, 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 tickle. Who's so cute? Oh, look at that belly. Oh, that belly's so cute. <laughs> that little butt. He's wearing a diaper now. Yeah, we just go right back. <laughs> They go right back. Oh, this is some really dark stuff. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941.
We had a special guest in studio. Yeah, it's dog time. Let's talk about some dogs. <laughs> we got Pam from Brass Humane Society. Thanks for coming in, Pam. But I'm not the special guest. No, the Ooh. special guest is Gemma, correct? Gemma, yes. I'm going to share a photo of Gemma. Gemma's adorable. She's really a cute dog. She's kind of a scruffer, and in her photo, she looks like a, you know, she almost looks like a Jack Russell Terrier or something little. She's not little. She is a Great Pyrenees-Australian Shepherd mix. Okay. I think her weight is, not that we like to talk about a girl's weight. But she's not uh, big. No. Um, but either. I mean, she's not, a, she's not a tiny little shepherd. She's, what are you, I'd say medium type dog. Um... Yeah, I bet she's no more than uh, 40 pounds, right? Something like that. Yeah, she's a... I like her. We had her at 70. She's 70 pounds. Yeah, yeah she might be a little north think. of that. But less than two years old, right? Yep, absolutely. And um, we thought she already seems like somebody's family dog. She's adorable. She's... Yeah, she like likes to play, and she's kind of goofy and kind of fun. Um, I was telling you when she got out of the car, she's very confident. She... Hopped out of the van and was like, oh, I'm in a parking garage. Okay. And now I'm in a skywalk that's all glass. Okay. Some of the dogs kind of freak out with that. Yeah. Um, or, or a little like, I don't know where I am. This dog's like, I am misconfident. Came in, met your entire sales staff, rolled over for some belly rubs. Yeah. So she's a great dog. I think um, uh, in, in her memo, what we have is that um, she used to live on a farm. She had a whole lot of space to run. Then moved to a home and wasn't used to being quite as cooped up, I think. And so um, she could get over the four-foot fence. She needs a six-foot fence if you want to be able to just let her roam and run. Otherwise, you okay. know, taking her for walks and taking her to play is great. Um, so she's a great family dog. Yeah. High energy. Okay, so she does guard resources from other dogs, meaning she does not want to share anything with other dogs. So we have her as an only pet because that's something that's kind of difficult to manage sometimes. If it's toys, if it's anything... If it's people that you're guarding against someone, another dog, that can be problematic. So we just have her as, hey, if she's your only pet, that's great. Want a child intro just to make sure everybody gets along because she does have kind of a high energy level. But she is awesome. Yeah, she oh, is. Oh, my gosh. She walked great on leash. I was, she hadn't been potty. I took her out and I'm like, oh, great. Okay. Da, 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 da. Let's, let's go. Let's go. I mean, she was like Johnny on. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact the spot and then was like i'm ready to go so Aww. she is an awesome dog yeah none of your dogs none of the dogs you brought in have made any messes knock on knock on wood, wood. no kidding and neither have we we <laughs> no. haven't had any messes since and you've been coming again. in yeah. <laughs> knock on wood very lucky <laughs> very lucky i could always bring y'all some puppy pads if you uh, yeah <laughs> i wore salmon white dogs had i salmon wears a diaper 
he's, yeah. he's a little older, though, isn't yeah, he? He's yeah, he's older. He just is like, I don't care where I'm going. Isn't it funny how, you know, you get older and you don't care what people say, and then you get older as a dog you don't care where you pee. Yeah. What's well, so, a funny yeah. term you use, resource guardians. So I know that you got, ideally you want a home with without other dogs. But, like, Barty, you've, you've brought other dogs into a mix. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, it's like you said, it can be a challenge, yeah, you absolutely. know, on it. Um, but, yeah, uh, luckily... We haven't had any major issues. No major blood. No. <laughs> like no. early on. Simon was the, a little bit different because Simon, the white dog, wanted what he wanted, you know. Right. So yeah. but they learned really quickly to know who's boss. And, yeah, a lot yeah. of times they establish a pack order and yep. then it's like, okay, I'm just – and if you have a very um, – a more submissive dog and a more confident dog than a lot of times a confident dog is just like, okay, this is the way it is. And the submissive dog, sometimes people go, oh, I feel bad for them. I'm like, no, they just want the pecking order. They want to know what mm-hmm. they're, what they're supposed to do and how they're supposed to do it. And as long as there's a pecking order and everybody understands it. It's totally then, simple yeah. to do. Like we uh, feed Simon in a different area than the other dogs. Smart. Yeah. Smart. We just block them off yeah. and then, yeah, they get what they want and then they get back to doing whatever they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's be adorable. Because otherwise they would naturally go, you know, dogs always do that. They'll stick their nose in the other dog's bowl. And then have they want to. you got to know it, yeah. what he has, I want. Even though what I have is better, what he has, I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's like me grabbing whatever you have on your plate right now and just <laughs> right. start eating it. You'd right. stab me with a fork right. or slap me. <laughs> right. I'm Let's a resource guarder. That is the definition of resource guarder, <laughs> fork stabbing. I'm with Yikes. you, man. Yeah, at least slap me around a little bit, but uh, all right. So, uh, all right. So, go down to the Nebraska Humane Society and uh, pick up Gemma. Gemma's awesome. I want to post a photo of her on our social media page, Facebook, yeah. and uh, yeah, she seems like a very good dog. And she's chill now. I mean, know. she's she's chill right here. I think that she um she's a year seven to nine months, so she's she can. She still can get into stuff and it's trying a, to go, hey, what is this? And yeah, because so. the photo I have here actually shows uh, Gemma went down on her, you know, laid down and put yeah. her foot on top of Jeff's foot Im- immediately. Uh-huh. And I always thought that that's a different deal. Dogs don't do that unless they like you or they're hugging you. There's something about it. They feel comfortable. She put the paw right on my foot. Right yeah, on like, my hey. She got yeah, down on her foot. Okay. Yeah. Hi, like, you, look, hey. you smell good. You look good. I think I'm going to I'm gonna come over here and, and, and yeah. interact with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now she's just kind of, I know. Well, and you smell good to a dog, so there you go. And, we do? Um, we do smell good to dogs? Oh, oh that's interesting. Nice. If people want to look at it right now, right on the, the website. It's uh, nehumanesociety.org. Yeah. Um, click on the um, adopt. And Gemma is, I found her on the 13th page. you got a lot of dogs down there. We still have a lot of dogs. 13th and so, page, you can see Gemma. if you're looking for a dog, yeah. And this past weekend, we had a little, we had some mainframe issues with our computer and so it has actually it's oh mainframe. really it's like so a, it was... there was some switch deal or something anyway okay. so it was we... the cats the cats did it didn't they yeah they did the cats they're did like it. we're not doing this they we're not leaving they i'm gonna into the so <laughs> screw the dogs i'm gonna go screw up this computer system mm-hmm. yeah. i don't blame anyway them. so it was a little slow adopting over the weekend we're back up and running everything is good so yeah if you want to come down and check out animals or if you want to check them out on the website and see if you click on their photo a thing pops up and there's a, a bio and then there's also a link and you can click right on it fill out an adoption application send it in they'll look at it they check your record to make sure you're not like a hoarder yeah sure and then they go oh yeah you oh or that you're at your limit you know oh you have three dogs already um and so they'll um they do that they send you back a link you can get in line in a queue line Mm -hmm. which is virtual 
or, you know, I mean, you can click on that and then come on down and, and see what the weight is and that type of thing. And then you can okay. leave and go get a cup of coffee or whatever. We kind of have a virtual queue now. So it's it's kind of slick. It's a it fun experience, well. yeah. you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you get a new buddy. So buddy. If I can ask a dumb question, what is the advantage of, of getting a dog at the New Mask- Nebraska Main Society as opposed to from a breeder? It seems like this is... One, you're going to save money. Breeders are so expensive. Yeah. And these guys, um, we um, pay for spaying and neutering, microchipping, first shots. They've got rabies shots. They're good to go. So um, it is definitely a money saving, I believe. Yeah, Gemma's um, real affordable. Sometimes yeah. we know and have history like, okay, Gemma's lived on a farm. Here's the deal. When she's loose, she can chew some stuff. So you're going to want to, you know, crater or in some way keep her contained. I know, I know people's kids who do the same thing. They'll right? chew through exactly. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. So, so you may have a little bit of history with the animal as well. Um, and um, you're really literally saving a life because yeah. we've got so many dogs. We really want to get them out into great homes. We want to yeah. have them be, you know, a great companion. And I don't know if they actually are grateful to you for rescuing them. But I do believe that they that they kind of go, oh, wow, this is this is a lot better than where I was. So I, I like oh, the, absolutely. the success stories that you post on the website of yeah. the people of the dogs who found their forever home. Oh, and those are, you know, you want to see good stories. Yeah, see, yeah I mean, get out of there. All right, so next Tuesday you'll be in for uh, Valentine's Day. Oh. Look at that. Are you guys doing anything special? Are you doing special for the pups, the cats, dogs, or bunnies, whatever you got down there for that day? So on the day, on Valentine's Day, uh-huh. usually what happens is we uh, we have a lot of little kids that come in and put Valentine's on their kennels, oh. and we've had some, some, some folks that have done that. Um, and I think that we're going to be doing a... Um, dog drawing it's like a little fundraiser you post a picture and send okay. us, i think it's 10 bucks and then we will draw your dog and some of our artists at the shelter are really good and some people are terrible and what you get is what you get and it's really funny some okay. of them are super hysterical like wow okay that's and and so it's just kind of a fun little and that'll be on social media okay and cool. so um we're gonna have that kind of like hey need a valentine here send us a picture of your dog or your girlfriend's dog and we'll draw it and then she may get a great no. photo wonderful portrait or she may or uh, may get a stick dog a crayon yeah, yeah. the cat <laughs> exactly yeah. and is but there it's any really fun valentine's day advice for people who let's say there's somebody listening and they're in love and they want to buy their girlfriend yeah <laughs> no, no. we tell them not oh, yeah. to do that right or you're no. not supposed to gift an animal you know, gifting is tough. It's better to bring them in, make yes. sure that they bond with it. Because a lot of people say, oh, wow, when I made eye contact was when I knew. And then I, you know, I really like this animal's temperament and I like its its um, activity level and all of that. So it's better to to do that with the person that's let them pick out their own yeah, animal. absolutely. Um, you definitely could do like a little heart-shaped bed and a collar and a leash and go, let's go down when you're yeah. ready and pick yeah, one out. Yeah, let's go pick out a, an animal. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, very nice. All right, go down there. Get some, some of the, the, the Dogs little and cats. things absolutely. that are down there. And you got bunnies, no uh, monkeys, no nothing couple, like that. We have a couple geckos right now. Oh, Jeff. Gecko. Oh, wow. Gecko. <laughs> yeah, gecko. Funny name. We had chameleons when we were kids. Somebody brought, just brought in a bunny last week. You guys have bunnies? We have, we we do. We have um, we have bunnies. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if we have any right now, but we'll take anything. Bunnies, guinea pigs, hamsters. Yeah. Okay. Good deal. All right. Thanks, Pam. Thank what a happy you. place. Valentine's Day. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Go get what's her name again? Go get Gemma. 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 We're gonna post our photo on Facebook so you know. All right, we'll be back. Thanks, Stay man. You're listening 
to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. And we thank you very, very much. It's going to be nice, uh, pretty close to uh, the 50 degrees today and tomorrow. And then Polar Plunge, by the way, this weekend I saw the temps pretty close to 50 on Polar Plunge Saturday as well. It's 11 That's going to be nice. Dunkin'. We uh, thanks to Pam from the Nebraska Humane Society. What I was thinking of, though, with that dog Gemma is like today is a dirty dog day. Because you're uh-huh. going to take the dog to the dog park, and it's muddy, sloppy, but it's kind of worth it. It is, absolutely. They love and you it. you see that white dog jump oh. in that mud. They love it. Buddies. Yeah. Oh, Gemma. Go to the Humane Society and look at the dogs. They have over 100, 100 dogs there. They're looking for homes. So if you uh, just want to go through and look and see and see what they got, maybe you're forever puppies there. I've got three of them now, and I wish I could have 20. Well, and when people, <laughs> when people tell you they got a dog and you hear sometimes if they got it from a breeder, how expensive they can be. Yes. Dude, like, these are really affordable. They're affordable, and, uh, yeah, they have um, already have some experience in homes and stuff like that. When, when you're dealing with uh, those, uh, those dogs that are bred, you don't know what you're getting, and you definitely don't know what you're getting as they get older as well, you know, because you get them so young. But, yeah, go to the Humane Society, all right? We had Gemma, and Gemma's an awesome dog. She wants to go home, so go get her. Uh, we're going to get out of here, though. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a safe day, and day yourself good.